Welcome back to this week's episode of Game Devs Quest. I'm Rhett. And I'm Taylor. And this is the podcast where uh, two blokes uh, gather up around their morning coffee and and, uh, (laughs) try to progress their way through the world of game development. Uh, Both of us have uh, very little experience. Me having none, Taylor having... More than that? (laughs) (laughs) On a scale of 1 to 100, I'm like (laughs) 0.05. Right. So, um, but you guys all know that. This is like episode 3 or something. So, we ain't going to waste your time. And um, we're just going to hop right in here. Taylor, um, how'd last week go? I know we had some goals set. Uh, You were supposed to play some... uh, God, I was about to call it interview with... Yeah, choice of games. There Interview you go. With a vampire. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. what I was gonna call it. So, uh, last week I downloaded Choice of Vampire um, on my phone and uh, played for probably not a lot. I played for probably twenty or thirty minutes, um, and uh, I liked it. I could tell um, it was like fairly in depth. Like there were a couple times where uh, they asked they ask you to like choose who your character is and they listed like 10 different options. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so it was pretty, pretty in depth. The, my favorite part of the whole uh, game that I had gotten to so far was um, God, who was it there? They, uh, so the setting is like you're in Louisiana and it was like during some battle, I think during the war of 1812, maybe. Um, right. Yeah. Or is that is that what it was, or the the French and Indian War, or whatever they called it? One of those. Uh, yeah, I, I honestly don't remember, but it does start pretty early in the in that century, the nineteenth century. So yeah, and um, the the president, one of the presidents, I can't remember who it was though. Now Andrew Jackson, dude. Andrew Jackson. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you're like at some ball or something after you yeah. like chosen a little bit about your character, and uh, Andrew Jackson's there, and you kind of you see him and you're like presented with this choice of like, whether you want to just like talk to him or, you know, just notice him or whether you want to actually like feed on him. Right. (laughs) And so I chose to like feed on him and I went into this room and like started talking to him. And, uh, I like went behind somehow I like walked behind his back or something and was like about to feed on him. And then he just like, totally dismantled me and was like get away from me you filth like (laughs) right uh but the like the way that they set that up i was like am i really going to like suck andrew jackson's blood (laughs) 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 uh so that really like drew me in um i have to admit that i like i'm a slow reader and i'm very like um thorough when i read like when i read a book i want to read like everything about it like I want to fully finish it so it took me a long time to really get moving um because like when you started describing it I thought it was going to be kind of like how we had started off our game where it's like short uh, snippets yeah just a little a little snippet and then you have a choice but they're like they have like full pages basically where you're reading oh yeah description and that was cool um but I don't know I I kind of like 
um, have you were just trouble. trying to get the flavor, and you yeah. realized that you were going to have to get a whole bowl of this nonsense to <laughs> be able to f- figure out what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to go back and, and keep playing. Um, and I can see... Well, one thing I really also liked about it was uh, there's this um, like stats section. I think mm-hmm. you maybe talked about that, but I didn't really fully understand how that was working. And so as you're going, like you're, it's it's kind of like you're reading a book or something on your phone. But then every um, like couple of pages, you have a choice to make. And uh, after you make a choice, there's also a button uh, that you can press that um, lets you like look at your stats. And as you like make certain choices, like um, your stats change. So it's kind of cool seeing how like my choices were building up those stats. And uh, I can see how like I can't remember what any of the stats are offhand, but um, yeah, I can there's see how, like, like if you're sneaky, there's or a lot of like just yeah, yeah, exactly. It would, it would benefit you later in the game. So and there's a lot of there's a lot of stats too that are maintained, kind of like how I was describing in I think uh, our last brainstorm session from last week um, about like a toggle switch stat, you know, like a bool, I guess. Uh, like like one of them that I remember is like the ability to communicate with animals. Oh really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, like you developed. So you you went to you did you you went to New Orleans? It sounded like at the start of the game, and you were kind of like living among the vampire court there. Yeah. Um, which is cool. But there's another way you could go, which is interesting, where you can go like up the Mississippi River instead and go to like a German Lutheran village, where you can oh, okay. sort of like establish yourself there. And there's all sorts of like weird things that happen because like. They're really strict Lutheran. They're very superstitious. And so it's like, um, I could totally be wrong about this, but I think like there might've been a way to like install yourself as like the leader of the church in that area. Oh, like, wow. that's cool. And then, and then there, that's where you can like learn to, uh, communicate with animals and stuff because, uh, because like you're living kind of more out in the wild, like your house is like out in the wilderness rather than like, you know, kind of like an aristocrat's manner i suppose yeah um and there's just like all sorts of like different choices out there and so communicating with animals like and then you can go and like do stuff and like you can like there's one thing where you're in a barn or something like way later in the game and you could like ask a cow like what was happening in here and he tells you he tells you like oh it's it was like another vampire like he brought in here like and he killed these other people or whatever he doesn't like say that but that's like what you learn you know i see um that's cool yeah, yeah, I was. So I, I was. I thought that was fascinating. I was really impressed with uh, the the way that they like craft the story, and I it makes you just realize how much probably time and effort and thought was put into these, even though they're like the mechanics are really simple, you know. Right, and um, that's just like a really basic like choose your own adventure story. Basically, it's like yeah. just like the classic books. So yeah, I was. I thought that was a pretty cool example. Um, I do want to. I um, I'm not all that interested in like vampires in general. Um, so I want to try some of the other ones that you mentioned. Like the dragon yes. one sounded pretty cool. Choice of um, dragons is my next favorite. I just like I like choice of the vampire the most because it's the most thorough and the longest. At least out of all the ones I've played. Now, granted, I quit playing when they introduced like their superheroes one. So if anybody listening knows what I'm talking about, like that was a few years ago and I haven't played one since because I'm waiting for them to go free. Cause they 
all their new ones came out for two ninety nine, which granted is oh. so worth it, but Yeah, there's a lot of content for two ninety nine. Exactly, but I just didn't have that much money back then, so I, you know, so they started coming out with a lot, and I haven't looked at their roster since. But Choice of the Dragons was my second favorite, and Choice of the Broadsides is pretty extensive, but it's a lot more linear than Choice of the Vampire. Um, you kind of just like coast along, and there's not necessarily that many like divergent paths. Um, but it's still a really fascinating story and like really engaging. And that's like you it, that like choice of broadsides is like if you ever watched Master and Commander, it's like that. It's like, oh, cool. You're on a yeah. ship and stuff. You're on a ship like pretty much the oh. whole time. Oh, cool. See, that sounds pretty fun to me. Yeah. Um, so maybe I'll try that one, actually. Yeah. Try choice of the broadsides then. Um, it's really cool. And uh, and then, you know, choice of dragons is my second favorite just because it's, you know, I like the fantasy stuff and you play as a dragon and you like, you like live in a cave and you're all about like all the stereotypical stuff. Like you want to gather treasure and like these (laughs) goblins can, these goblins come to you and you can either just like kill them or like enslave them and like use them to like work, you know? And then you got to like, do you want (laughs) to, do you want to go attack the caravans for their wealth? Or do you want to go attack the city? And then like the city doesn't like you attacking them. So they send champions to like try and slay you. And then (laughs) other dragons encroach on your territory. And then at the end, like you have to like fight a wizard or something like that. Like, cool. Yeah. It's really fun. And it's like, and it's a lot more like comical and like not comical, but it's like, just like, I always use the word like fantastical in the sense that it's like it's fantasy, but it's also like whimsical and like fun and lighthearted. It's not as dark as like Choice of the Vampire is like very dark and gritty. And, yeah, like, <clears throat> for sure. Um, you know, so nice. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah. So that was my challenge of the week. I guess I completed it. <laughs> you did. Um, Rhett, on the other hand, <laughs> <laughs> I did Just not. Kidding. Uh, yeah, so uh, last last week I had challenged Rhett to um, do some sort of programming, and uh, I can't remember exactly. Which, uh, what... You you challenged me to make like a little console app game. Yeah, which uh, using I... classes, I think. Right. Yeah, using classes exactly. Uh, which um, I did not. I you did, did, however, you didn't do directly a lot of code. do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but <laughs> if you've been following along, we have been doing a lot of programming. We we met several times during the last week and only did C sharp stuff, which was fun. Yeah, it was. Um, I had a lot of fun this week, especially um, when we decided to, you know, go ahead and just drop what we were doing and start over and actually <clears throat> kind of like make this grand old plan to get this stuff done. And then, uh, like, I had a lot of fun when we started coding that. Like it's yeah, just, I did too. I'm really looking forward to finishing this project. So sadly, I, I will take a, a failing grade on my on my, <laughs> on my goal for last week, but um, but no, only that's... because I wanted to get a passing grade on a project that I felt was more important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think, uh, and that's still uh, a challenge I have for you. Is like, obviously, I like programming with you. It's been fun doing pair programming. Like you're, I think you're. Um, getting up to speed pretty well um but and it's also nice because like you know i might make a mistake and you've several times pointed out the mistake that i made right Uh, (laughs) so it's nice doing pair programming but i think having you um man the keyboard and doing it um on the on your own without me like dropping hints and stuff um 
would be very beneficial to you to like struggle through it and like have to Google things. Um, Cause that's how you learn. Like right now with where we're at in our project, um, we, I'll just touch on what we're facing right now. We, so uh, if you remember from last time we were talking about like the different um, character classes that we're having in our console application that we're making, um, you know, we have basically just like a common villager who's a pretty simple class they just have like a name and a location and maybe a couple other things um then we're having like we were hoping to have a fighter class that inherited from the villager so that we didn't have to make um you know all those extra properties inside of the fighter class as well um so and then from there we wanted to have the player a player class inherit from the fighter class so we kind of have like this three hierarchy level so far uh what we found out and this is where like we're still beginners too um we found out that c sharp doesn't have multiple inheritance as a feature with classes um so that kind of threw a wrench into our plan there and we're still trying to figure out how to address it um like on initial uh troubleshooting I came across some information saying to use interfaces, um, and I'm I'm familiar with what an interface is, but not I don't fully understand it. Basically, what it what it is is it's kind of like a class in a way, um, but there's no implementation. It's just kind of like saying, well, um, if you had a class you uh, it that inherits from this or uses this interface, it'll have these properties, it'll have these functions, but it doesn't actually define any of the functionality in that. And C-sharp allows you to use multiple interfaces on a given class. So that's one way to do it. Um, it doesn't seem as elegant as being able to use multiple inheritance, but unfortunately that's not a feature of the language. So we're gonna have to try and figure out a way to do that. Um, before we started talking, uh, before we started podcasting today, I was looking up some things and I um, found this article that seems promising about using um, kind of a workaround uh, to, to solve the problem, but um, I need to kind of do some research on that before we implement it and see if it's viable for us. Um, so uh, that's kind of, today we're planning on doing some programming and I think we're going to try to address that. Yeah, that'd be a nice problem to overcome because then we can just like really start delving in and and uh, you know just kind of getting some more code down, chipping away. Um, another thing from last week that I wanted to mention was, um, well, we met we met multiple times during the week and uh, like after work hours, um, and uh, that took up a lot of time it was really productive but it took away from at least for me doing the udemy course um so i only watched like i think we said we were going to get through video 80 and i'm only on like video 63 or something right uh which is where so, it starts <laughs> yeah, right i mean I, I watched like two or three videos but it was all about using gimp uh to yeah, make like I, bricks you know yeah which, which was cool was, it was kind of weak. I uh, I watched it and I was like, "This isn't really like all that necessary." Like, yeah. you know, I don't know. 
honestly, <laughs> I mean, I'm glad that they're teaching people like kind of how to, you know, because it all ties into like the functionality of Unity that you could port these resources in and use them. But at the same time, like, I'm not here to learn how to use GIMP. Like, I already know how yeah. to use image editors. Like, you know, so I watched that and I was pretty bored. And f- when it finally got past that and started going into using Unity, uh, like the videos had like kind of like some of them quit working. And I was like, all right, well, I'll skip this one. And I watched some more and I and I wasn't actively participating. I just wanted to watch at that time. And uh, then I got to another one and it quit working. I was like, well, I'm done. <laughs> so I don't know <laughs> what? what number I got to, but. Um, what browser are you using when you watch the videos? Chrome. Chrome. Do you know if it's up to date? I don't know. That would be something to try. Um, I also had this issue um, with a different course um, using Coursera where it just stopped, like the videos just stopped working one day and I was getting really mad and uh, I was doing troubleshooting within Chrome and I was like, well, why don't I try a different browser? And I used Firefox and it started working like instantly. And then the next day I went back to it and I opened up Chrome without doing any updates or anything. And uh, the videos on that course were working again. So <laughs> I don't I don't know if it's something goofy with Chrome or maybe it was, I don't know what, but that might be something to try if you run into that again is update or try Firefox yeah, or something. I might try that. Yeah, it was kind of goofy because there was like, I was like really trying to get that video to work and like I was like well maybe it just needs to load so I I let it load for like five minutes and then it started over on the previous video which like really irritated me (laughs) I was like I was like watching it and didn't realize that it was the same video I was like wow these guys are getting really redundant like I was like I swear they just went over this and then I realized it was the same video I was like damn it so yeah Um, so that derailed me but yeah I'm, I'm not worried about it um I think that since now we've decided kind of to um, not initially use Unity for this first game since it's going to be completely console-based, I'm not as worried about, like, rushing through anything to learn Unity. I definitely want to keep doing it, and, like, um, that's the ultimate goal is to start using Unity. Um, But for the first one, like, I'm not worried about it. Like, 20 videos in a week... um, might be a little too much maybe not in in this in every week but like especially if we're continuing our um you know multiple two plus hour sessions a week uh 20 videos when they're when they're like 10 to 20 minutes a piece is kind of a lot yeah i agree so i think maybe next week we should uh like continue working on the course but maybe maybe not 80 get to video yeah. 80, maybe like video <laughs> 70 or something scale it back a bit yeah uh yeah no problem i i so. would agree with that because i'm i'm actually pretty busy this week and next yeah. week and i know and we got a wedding both of us are one of our buddies is getting married this weekend and so that's gonna uh take quite a bit of uh time committed to that so this weekend, I know, I all day. What is he thinking? Getting married. <laughs> like, doesn't he know that we have lives? <laughs> uh, like, what? We were supposed to just drop everything? <laughs> uh, <laughs> just kidding. No, it'll be good. Is it going to be um, dancing at the reception, you think? Yeah, there will be. Nice. Which I'm not excited for. But <laughs> Oh, come on, dude. I know. I, I'll dance because 
I think I'm, it's better with you guys around, but like, and and Alia, my wife. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but uh, I I'm not the the most like I'm not that into dancing. <laughs> Me neither. But it's like mandatory at a wedding. I don't know why. I always have fun dancing at weddings. But any other time, like fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, did you have anything? outside of the time we spent together um this last week that you anything you want to share i guess from your like it doesn't even have to be about game development like goals you met or anything interesting happened to you that you want to talk about yeah this week was pretty crazy for me uh you know so for anybody who doesn't know like i I I'm kind of like a freelancer mostly up until this week where I started a another part-time job that's like way more regular except my boss never got the memo uh and it's wasn't part-time for these first 2 weeks it was full-time like 50 hours a week plus all my other work from my businesses and um you know luckily like the symphony ended cuz like I don't know how I would have juggled like practicing the music and like studying code and, um, you know, running my business, going to work 50 hours a week. And on top of that, uh, you know, me and Taylor have like really hit the ground running with this game devs quest podcast, but, uh, yeah, we're putting out like three episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Which is good. Like we need to like, that's the way that you do it. You drop a bunch of episodes at once and, um, and then that, and then you have some banked in case something happens, you know. Uh, but my other podcast, since they're kind of like all on hiatus, like I had some other podcasters from the area approach me about doing a Dungeons and Dragons uh, playthrough podcast, and I was like, yeah, sure, I'll DM for that. So like, so on top of like our podcast, learning to code, like doing all this work, like I also like started writing a campaign for Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> and like. <laughs> And so it's like, oh, my life has just like felt like really chaotic this week between like juggling all these different things. It feels good to be busy because I don't know if you've ever had like where, you know, you're not busy and then you just like feel kind of worthless or whatever. All the time. Well, yeah, (laughs) that's that's why I started programming every day because I'm like, what else am I going to do? Otherwise, I just stay at home and I'm like, God, I'm so bored. What do I do? I'm just a terrible person. I'm like, worthless. (laughs) yeah. And then you start. It's like, see, and then for me, when I have those moments where I can even just like sit and play a video game or something like that, I'm like, but then what do I play? (laughs) I know. God, I feel that way all the time. I have like. 80 or 90 games that I haven't even opened since I, or, you know, played since I bought them. And and then, so I sit down and it's like, what do I play? Well, I guess I'll play Dota, the free game or, you know, I know God. Right. Well, and that's, <laughs> that's the kind of the nice thing about the PlayStation four is like, I got pretty much like two games. I only play on it right now. And so it's like, if I could just sit down and turn that on and then just like, boom, press a button and like rocket yeah. league, which I've been playing a lot, five oh, minute nice. rounds. Yeah. So, that's really nice. Yeah. See, it, and that's like having it's it's nice having the freedom of like choosing so many games. But do you remember back in the day, like before Steam, mm-hmm. when yep. like you went to like Walmart or something and you like bought bought a game on CD, and then you only had like you know five or ten games or whatever. So what are you gonna what are you gonna play? Well, I guess I'll play like Dungeon Siege or whatever since that's the only right. game I have right now. Yeah, you and I one time. <clears throat> we uh, were hanging out and I was going to spend the night at your house when we were in high school and 
we drove to Walmart and uh, because I was going to buy Counter-Strike Source. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we drove to Walmart so I could buy Counter-Strike Source, but I was underage, so, like, you had to buy it because they were actually, like, <laughs> the one store that was, like, enforcing the rated M what? policy. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> I, like, vaguely remember that. Yeah, uh, they made, like, a so really funny. big deal about it, and so, like, we <laughs> left or whatever, and you went to another checkout stand and you bought it. <laughs> wow. I do yeah. remember that. That's so funny, dude. Uh, yeah, man, that was like the heyday, like right as Steam, like, kind of happened. Like I, when I first bought Half Life Two, I bought it on disc, and it was like same five here. Or, it's like five or six discs, and I bought it, and then I'm like, cool, I get to play this, you know. And at the time, I had dial-up internet, and uh, so I get it. It installs Steam with the CD, and uh, yeah. I want to play Half Life Two, and it's like updating. <laughs> And I waited a full day to be able to play Half-Life 2 and then another full day so that I could try Counter-Strike. And like I'd never played Counter-Strike before at that point. And uh, so I, I opened Counter-Strike the first time and I'm like trying to play against people online. And it was like I couldn't even play it because it was so slow. So at that point, I was like maybe 14 or 15 or something. Um I I like demanded my parents that we upgrade our internet. We finally got cable internet <laughs> at that point. Uh, yeah, that's funny. That's dude. hilarious. Yeah, that's back... like think about how my things have changed. Since I know, then. seriously. Uh, like now, I used to like struggle to have a PC that would run any games, and now I have a fucking laptop that'll run almost anything in my <laughs> library. And like literally, this laptop was like a throwaway from someone else. They were like. <laughs> They were like, yeah, it doesn't work. I fixed it, and it runs every game that I, like, struggled to run on my desktop PC with a GeForce <laughs> 3, bro. A GeForce 3! <laughs> uh, <laughs> was it, was the, that the same PC where uh, you you played pretty much only Gothic 2 or something? Am I thinking um, of the well, wrong one? <clears throat> yeah, that was a PC before. Oh. So that PC was just, like, an old, like somebody's old, like workplace ta- you know computer and yeah. it had no nothing in it but i could run gothic one and gothic two but it would lag oh <laughs> it would lag but i played uh, the shit out of those games dude yeah. like gothic one was like my claim to fame and then gothic two i played a ton but then i had an xbox and i discovered morrowind which actually came out the same year as gothic two and morrowind just like changed my life i was like oh my god dude like how can a game have this much lore yeah Clearly, it changed your life. You have a podcast on Morrowind, uh, dude. I literally, there's not a day that goes by where I don't think about Morrowind a hundred times. Like, and then I started doing this D and D podcast, and I opened up the podcast with like a similar line to the opening line to Morrowind. And the guy, like one of the guys we we're playing with, was like, "Hey, that's like Morrowind." And I'm like, "I knew I should have opened up with the exact first line, which was <laughs> wake up, you've been dreaming.' Like, <laughs> yeah." You know? Uh, and then funny. that character later goes on to become a saint uh, by eradicating all of the cliff racers on Morrowind. <laughs> and then you meet him in Skyrim when he's locked in the soul cairn. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Anyways. Uh, yeah. Don't don't get Rhett started on Elder Scrolls, apparently. Dude, the, ga- uh, the game is amazing. You got to come yeah. be on our podcast sometime. You're a good podcaster. 
Well, in some in some ways, like when we played. So I'm not really much of a D and D player. I, I've only ever played with Rhett before, and like the one time that, or the most recent time that we did it, like all you guys are like getting so into it you like have these voices down and everything and i'm like sitting there you're like you know i remember uh jason and i our characters were like getting into some sort of conflict and like i really wanted to do something that my character would do but i was i like couldn't do it because like i'm still me pretending to be somebody else you know like you know though that's just like (laughs) a mental that's like just a mental block though like that's like yeah, maybe once you get I... comfortable doing it, like because me and Jason and like like we're just so used to making asses of ourselves, anyways. <laughs> you know, uh, so like yeah. I can understand the reservation because that's how it was when I first started playing. Like I would have never done voices like the first time I played, and in fact, like all of my role playing characters in every like pen and paper RPG that I ever played, like for years, were just versions of myself. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> You know yeah. what I mean? Like they were just versions of myself. Yeah. Uh, and, or like you know, it's like I remember playing the superhero one, and I created like the type of superhero I wanted to be, and like I made the character like have a similar upbringing to me, and like never did voices, never did anything like. And then I wasn't even, but then it's not role playing. Like you're just being yeah. yourself, right? And see, that's what I have a hard time getting away from. And I'm not an interesting person, so like, it's yes, not... you are. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, it's like, okay, like somebody wants you to do something. What do you do? Well, I guess I'll do it <laughs> every <You> time. Know, <laughs> it's funny too, because I I was thinking about when we role play when we were doing the role playing thing when we were making our film last year, and like there was one scene where Taylor just had to like drop this freaking orange. And, like, we kind of decided, like, he would block it with his foot so it didn't, like, oh. bounce or anything, like, so we could get the shot. And you kept dropping it and popping it up with your foot and catching it. We had, like, 20 takes of you dropping this orange <laughs> or this apple or whatever it was and kicking it back up with your foot and catching it. Uh. <laughs> and you're like, I just can't do it, man. I just can't do it. I'm like, just drop the damn thing <laughs> so it doesn't bounce. That's all you have to do. <laughs> and you're like, I'm just too athletic. I'm just too. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> uh, what can I say, man? I can't be anyone other than myself. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. You're a really genuine person, <laughs> but you are interesting. Uh, but the, you know, that's I don't know. I couldn't do voices either until I started listening to one of my favorite podcasts called Crit Juice, which is Dungeons and Dragons with drinking rules. And these guys were all like improv comedians. Oh, geez. And they go on there and. They all have their own voices, you know? And, like, there was one of them who, like, really couldn't get into the whole voice thing. And it was, like, a a running joke, like, the whole time (laughs) that, like, his voice was just, like, a sultry version of his own. Like, like he would be talking and he would just be like, yeah, let's go get these things done. And they're like, that's your normal voice. And he's like, no, it's not. Like, this is my character's voice. And so he, like, talked like that the whole time or just didn't talk at all. Like, (laughs) Uh, well, that would be me, I guess. <laughs> uh, that's but, funny. dude, that was a lot of fun, and that day's coming up again, so, uh, tabletop day, so get ready, Taylor. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> was that last year? That was April, yeah. Oh, my God. First year we crazy. did it, we played Shogun. Oh. With Danny. Oh, nice. <laughs> with Danny, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, 
And then the next year we did that game called Urban Shadows for anybody who's interested, which is still like one of my favorite RPGs I've played. Like it's just so fun and fast paced and loose. Like it's not strict at all. But if you want to do Tabletop Day again this year, uh, we could do a more strict RPG if it like if you per- prefer to have like more structure. Maybe. Yeah. Because that well, one is like, know. I wanted to play it because it had like way less structure than any other game I've played. Like yeah. virtually none. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool. We came up with a pretty cool scene, I think, eventually. Dude, like that, I was that thinking shoot, about that scene. That shootout yeah, with like, shootout. the car and everything. That was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, that was so awesome, dude. Like, <laughs> the car exploded and all this. And, like, yeah. remember, like, I remember one thing. I was so proud of coming up with this. Like, Lee was like, I'm going to put this thing on the gas. And he did that. Lee, like, put a brick on the gas or whatever, like, on the truck. Oh, yeah, dude. The shootout. And then he, like didn't he like didn't put it in drive so i like totally punished him for it i was like all right you put the thing on there and you back up but and you just hear the engine revving but nothing happens it stays in place he's like what why i was like you didn't put it in drive and he's like damn it (laughs) Uh, Uh, yeah that was pretty awesome yeah that was a fun that was a fun scene anyways yes uh yeah, back game to devs back to game <laughs> devs quest. All right, uh, anything else you want to talk we about coming from up last on. week? Um, no, just to say that I'm really excited about this new idea that we have, and we haven't really touched on it at all on this podcast. But if you want a more thorough look at like the project we're talking about, this console app, like go listen to um, last week's uh, check-ins or brainstorm episodes. Uh, and you can hear us like really dive in and talk about this. You know, we just kind of run in with this like text console idea that kind of, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Relies yeah. on multiple game states, maybe. I don't know. I don't know how yeah. we're going to program that, but I'm really excited to I've been explore. I've been thinking about that. Yeah. Yeah, I've been trying to as well. Not that like, not that I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, we'll, uh, we'll work it out. I think we're, I think, um, We'll use like another class, another maybe set of classes um, to do the whole like game game progression or whatever. Um, we might just have a class called game that does like up it updates each time a player does some sort of interaction with the console, and then after that it calls different functions to do different things. But uh, yeah, I'm really excited about this. I've been thinking about it a lot. I've been like itching to program a lot lately. Um, I have been too, which is strange because I, you know, it's two weeks ago, I would have been like super apprehensive about it, but I find myself like, it's actually really great. Cause I find myself <clears throat> like, I was able to have a conversation with Vince the other day, like using the vernacular of coding, which <laughs> right? like, you know, which like, I don't know if you remember when we first talked, I'd be like, I don't know what you call it, but you do this thing and that, and you're like, yes, that's a uh, blah, blah, blah. Like, <clears throat> I was having a conversation, like, using the vernacular, sort of, and, like, I don't know, I found myself, like, thinking in, like, programming terms a lot more, like, and then, you know, I don't know, I mean, I really, like, as apprehensive as I might get when you're like, all right, Rhett, take the wheel, like, you're gonna write this code, and I'm like, I don't know how, and you're like, you do know how, and I'm like, (laughs) I don't, and then I do it, and it's like, what I do, I feel, like, super, like, just like hits my hits my uh, reward center like super yeah. hard. <laughs> well, I love I love that um, it's fun seeing you learn because like uh, 
especially like the last time we were programming, I made Rhett like make a class. And I mean, for somebody who's only been programming for like two weeks, like making a class is something that's like really daunting. Uh, <laughs> and so, but I'm sitting there with him. I'm like, all right, Rhett, like let's make, I, f- I think you made the villager class. I'm like, okay, I want you to make the villager class. Like, what do we need to do? And you're like, I don't know. I'm like, yeah, you do. And there's like a couple <laughs> times when, uh, like, we were doing like uh, getters and setters for like, um, I don't know, health or something. And I was like, all right, let's make the get. And you're like, okay, like, how do I do that? I'm like, you know. And then uh, all you had to do was do like get bracket return uh, health or whatever, or this dot health. And, or maybe it was the setter. It was like this dot health equals value. And you're like sitting on this dot health equals. And you're like, well, what do I put here? Something I'm like, you know, and you're like, I, I, I don't know. I'm like, yeah, you do. And then like, as soon as you put in value or whatever it was, you were like, oh, that was it. <laughs> I was like, yep. It's, it's not as hard as you think it is, isn't it? And then you're no. like, yeah, I guess not. You know? So that's been fun. Like seeing you, um, uh, progress. My like, favorite understand. one my favorite one was when I mistakenly put a semicolon on something and you're like, oh, yeah. just look at these. Maybe it'll help if I copy and paste it for you. And you like put yeah. them side by side and you're like, what's different? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and you're like, yes, you do. Just look, tell me what's different about these things. I'm like, I just don't know. <laughs> it took me like a solid three and a half minutes to realize that it was a semicolon. <laughs> Uh, yeah but now you probably won't make that mistake again you know or oh, maybe you yes, will but will. you'll you'll figure it out faster faster whatever, so. yeah. yeah next time it'll take me three minutes yeah <laughs> uh anyways um yeah see. we're almost to 40 minutes so i don't know yeah. yeah um i was gonna talk about something i did it's not really that impressive so um i've been messing so we can around gloss with... over it no, yeah okay. i've been messing around with code oh well <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I've mentioned before my goal every day is to commit some kind of code to GitHub, which really just helps me make sure that I'm consistently programming. Um, and so I've been getting a little bit burned out with web development lately. I've, I'm making this Simon Says application um, through for free code camp, and I've been really struggling with it. It the hard part is it's uh, it's supposed to use something called asynchronous programming, um, which I don't fully understand yet. Like the code that we're doing right now is it pretty much like goes line by line and it you know reads it um, and and enacts whatever's happening. But asynchronous programming is kind of weird because it's like um, running. It's almost like running different threads at the same time or something where the CPU is like processing different things at the same time. Right. It's really, it's really confusing. I'm having a really hard time with it. So I'm, I haven't really worked on that for, you know, a week or two, which I don't know, but also I'm like finding my passion for C sharp right now. I'm really enjoying writing it. So I've been trying to, um, program more in C sharp. Um, I started making this little console game that I wanted to see, um, like how, how it would work. Basically, um, I made this little level. All it is is like text, but it's like, I have equal signs and stuff like that to mark like a region. And then I have this little, um, like asterisk that you can like move around on the screen and it's, mm-hmm. uh, red. And my idea at first was like, Oh, I'll make like a little platform game. And, uh, 
<clears throat> got it working to where I can move around. Um, now I'm I've kind of made it into more of like a maze, um, so that the you just start at one place and like work your way through and eventually you'll get through it. Um, so that's been fun. I learned some cool stuff about the console. Um, the console class has like so much stuff in it that I never really knew. Like um, in C sharp, you can change the colors of the text. You can change the colors of the background, um, which I had used before, but not extensively. And then <clears throat> I also found this really cool thing. I, was, I explained this to you, Rhett, where um, so each time the person like moves the little asterisks on the screen at first i was having it redraw like the tire the entire like entire, screen yeah and so what it was doing was like this really goofy like flashing and it just looked terrible um and i was doing some research on it and um there's this um basically like set location kind of a command for the console and it allows you to just redraw a particular location on the console. So instead of redrawing the whole screen, each time the person moves, it just redraws like that one spot. And so now it looks really fluid, um, which is really cool. And that's, I mean, the idea is so simple, but I, I didn't ever think about doing that. And I feel like it could apply to other games other game design mechanics you know like that's so silly to redraw the entire screen when right you yeah just redraw like a tiny part of it you know so i felt really happy about that and it um was pretty eye-opening so i just wanted to share that it's been a good experience and i'm going to keep working on that on my free time to kind of maybe mess around with like inheritance and interfaces and things like that to see if i can kind of practice for our tournament fighter game um anyways um next week goals um do you have any any goals for us in mind any goals for me um that you want me to do um maybe like the you we talked a little bit about the udemy course i'm thinking trying try to get through episode 70 or not episode but vi the seven video, video. <clears throat> yeah that might I be kind of reasonable scale it back a little bit yeah, because uh, you know, I think with this console project, I'm I'm really excited to move forward with this. So, so scaling back the Udemy course, I'm totally fine doing that. So seventy seems reasonable. Um, and then as far as other goals go, um, I'm gonna for you, I'm gonna just kind of continue where you failed last week. <laughs> and uh, I want you to do some, some programming on your own. Um, okay. It can, it can be anything. I just want you to, to go into visual studio and create something. It could be like, you know, maybe you don't understand or don't fully understand the difference between like a while loop and a for loop or for each loop or something. So just messing with those or classes or anything that you feel like, you want to do just get in and code because the more you see it the more you do it the better you'll the more you'll understand and better you'll be so that's pretty open-ended but... <laughs> right no i accept that challenge like right. i did last week <laughs> <laughs> um 
And uh, I don't know. I don't really have anything for you currently uh, off the top of my head. Is there anything? Anything? Here, I got a life challenge for you. Okay, I was going to say, anything outside of our game development you want me to do? I got a life challenge for you. All right. You're going to do a little bit of dancing at Danny's wedding. Ah, all right. That's a good one. You don't don't have to enjoy it. Yeah. You don't have to do it all night. Just going to do a little bit of dancing. All right. Slow dance with you. (laughs) Well, hey, whatever. I'm your bro. We're just two bros, broing out. I got a whole can of Axe body spray, some natty ice. We can play GameCube (laughs) with the pants off. Oh, (laughs) jeez. All right. That sounds like a good challenge. Cool. All right. Well, um, I think that wraps up this episode of Game Devs Quest. Um, You'll probably hear back from us soon. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. (laughs) See you later. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.